0: the program. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this.
1: <laughs> Dad, why'd you take me to a gay ski and steal?
0: We work hard, we play hard. We play hard. Hot <laughs> stuff coming through. The best episode ever. I love oh, that. Get one. it off. Get it off. Where'd you get that shirt? It came oh. out of the closet.
1: <laughs> so good. Oh, it's one of my favorites.
0: Oh, God. Sean Waters. Oh, such a good episode. Man.
1: I know. We should have him on the podcast.
0: We could probably try. You know, <laughs> At the very least, zoomy-zoom. we could try.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, hey, Kathleen, how are you doing?
1: Good. I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: okay. I'm okay. Um Um welcome back everybody. And welcome back to Old Hollywood Realness, the podcast that celebrates celebrates all the glitz and that's glamour right. of town's golden era. Yes,
1: that's right. <laughs> We're
0: over here celebrating everything. That's right. <laughs> I'm Matt Philip Estrada.
1: I'm Kathleen Null.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, so quarantine, um, episode ten, ten thousand. I don't know. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> oh my um, god. Let's
1: see. Well, this is week nine of Oof. me working from home. Um, and let's see, so that I guess be like three, four episodes Jeepers. now. Good but the cool thing is we've had guests. That's good. Like so that's still been great. We're, yeah.
0: Still so we're doing things. We're making things happen. Oh,
1: uh, we are making all <laughs> kinds of shit happen. As we were just having that conversation I before know. we started recording of all the shit we're oh making happen. God, yeah. <laughs> Working from home. Working like, from
0: home. And praise Zinu. video fittings. Yeah. Praise <laughs> yeah. Zeno. We both have jobs. So and oh, 100%. Heart yeah. goes out to everybody who's struggling. Um, really, I mean, you guys. Hell sort of yeah,
1: food. and it does keep us motivated because we're like, you know, if we work and do this thing other
0: people will work
1: and do their thing so it's all good
0: (laughs) um yeah so just doing uh, that's what life was you know sorry this episode is late things have happened we're super duper busy um yeah so but but like like you said
1: we are employed so i mean because this is a free podcast so (laughs) as we've been told by other people who have wonderful podcasts and just are successful in general good glad you guys have full-time jobs (laughs) that's been our piece of advice yep i hope that means just for financial security not that we're not talented (laughs) on our own (laughs) Okay. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness! Well, Kathleen, um, did you want to just jump right into this movie, or did you want to talk yes, more about our lives? Yes, I do,
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
0: And we are doing a Doris Day. We movie. sure are. That's right. We're doing. You're welcome. We're doing pillow talk <laughs> from 1959. Doo-doo-doo. Pillow
1: talk. talk. (laughs) Pillow talk. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love Doris Day so much.
2: Let's
0: go through. A.K.A.
1: Clara Bixby, A.K.A. Eunice. (laughs) She had some she had some different names oh, um, <laughs>
0: aka jan morrow um so oh
1: well that's that's yes that's her movie name exactly movie. so
0: 1959 we are talking about this movie it is a universal pictures um release um directed by michael gordon uh we have as our stars we have mr rock hudson played hey. by Nino, right? Played by Brad, or <laughs> Rock Hudson played by, <laughs> played Rock, by Hudson Rock Hudson stars He's as just himself. Brad Allen. <laughs> Doris Day stars as Jan Morrow. <laughs> we got Tony Randall as Jonathan Forbes. We got the indomitable Thelma Ritter as Alma. Um, That's right. Nick, L, uh, Nick um, Adams plays the lecherous Tony Walters. Um, and then we also have um, Marcel Dalio plays Paro um. Perot, the um, interior designer, Lee Patrick, who I was like, why do I recognize her? And she plays Mrs. Walters, who's the customer. She's famous mm-hmm. for being the wife of the mother in law, basically the future mother in law of Patrick Dennis in Auntie Mame, which I was That's just like, right. yes because her voice I was like, she, and voice, she's so iconic yes, it's, she's movie. one of those character actors you're like, like I've seen maybe <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um, let's see who else we got in this movie and that's pretty much rounding out the entire crowd, like the, the main players um, and the costumes of this film are done by the gowns um, for Miss that's right for Miss Doris Day were designed by one Mr. Jean-Louis maybe you've heard of him yes um, once again
1: you're welcome yes you're welcome
0: also the other um, uncredited <laughs> Um, but according to IMDB, the costumes were designed by Bill Thomas, who we've talked about before because he's mm-hmm. kind of that Disney bro. So Yes. Um Kathleen, what is your history with this film? I need to know well, all about it.
1: Um well I think um I don't really have as much history as I'd like to say. I just I love Doris Day personally. Mm-hmm. I think she's great. Um I this is the first time probably since I was a little, I'd say maybe a teenager, that I had seen this movie all the way through. And I watched it like three times um, before the recording. Same. I loved it. (laughs) I was was just like, you know what? It's been a rough day. I'm just going to put this pillow tuck on again. Oh, that was good. That's really nice, you know? Um, I remember watching it. My memory of watching it when I was a lot younger was like not really understanding it. Like kind of understanding it, but, you know, like a lot of the, it's that like high level, like innuendo and just all that kind of stuff that, like it kind of went over believe it or not went over my head at like a 14 15 years old i just thought god she looks like a barbie ah <laughs> oh, she's so beautiful and funny and she's so funny she's really and uh so baby. that's what kind of what i remembered about it and um yeah and this, she's so good and both of them are really good but man her comic timing is so good uh, but that's kind of my history with it um and i'm so glad we are i'm so glad we are doing this it we needed something fun and glamorous and cozy. And I feel like mm-hmm. this hits the bill. fits the bill. Um, how what about you? What's your um, experience with this movie? Um,
0: I'm trying to remember the first time that I, I've definitely seen it before. And it was one of those movies that I probably watched while not paying attention to it or during my video yeah, store years yeah. where I just kind of plopped it on and just watched it, you know, and just did something or, you know, but it didn't really like latch on to me. So it was, but I remember mm. watching it and I was just like thinking it was cute. Um, and, uh, that's kind of my history with it really. I do think that um I remember enjoying the mid-century modern clothing and all these like 19, oh my god 1959 yes. like early 60 like it's right right like mm-hmm. this is like kind of the Pre Mad Men era, but like right when Mad Men was like kind of st- the that was aesthetic, like season one that Mad aesthetic, yeah, yes, because yeah. Uh, season one of Mad Men was what sixty something, sixty seven or five or something, fifty nine. It was, was it's supposed it? to
1: be fifty nine. I think I think there's even a um, an episode where like Joan refers to watching the apartment or seeing the apartment oh, okay. in the movie theater which came yeah. out in 60 but i want to say the season 1 starts in like 59 it goes like 59 to 60 mm, okay. so and this movie was made in 58 came out in 59 right. so this would have been and uh, this does i feel like I actually, when I was watching it, it did. Re- I actually kind of was like, I should rewatch season one of Mad Men because I felt so much of a tie to that. It yeah. really just her, like the hair and the aesthetic. I, I'm like, wow, they must've really leaned on this movie for some big time inspiration because, um, just even for like hair and makeup mm-hmm. and stuff, because yeah. there's so much there. Is, there this is like glamor, but realness at the same time. Yeah. It's like unattainable realness. I mean, that's why it's like, she's like Barbie. It's like this Barbie dream house, like her apartment is fabulous and oh completely unattainable apartment? and not Get real. out of here. you know
0: yes clearly yeah it's
1: just I mean but none of that but but at the same time like and I know it's like we don't even have to go yes there are many problematic bits about oh, this movie yeah. that full on I was like is she gonna get raped in that yes. tiny car? So there was that, but yes, also then there were there were parts that like flat out made me laugh out loud. Like the beginning part where she's on where she catches them on the phone and she goes to interrupt him. That is like that is Seth MacFarlane Family Guy level timing. When she, I like every time she's just like, would you please? You know, like and she's like, I'm sorry. But the way she just gets in there perfectly, I laugh out loud every time. And um, she's just so funny. Um, but yeah. I, this movie was great. Yeah. Super but duper yeah, good. It's got, <laughs> it's, I'm like, it's, it's silly. It's wonderful. It's, Um. there's, there's like some really, really great points about it. Like, <laughs> I mean, some of it I think is kind of absurd because it's, it's the total like gaslighting thing of like,
2: totally. this, this,
1: there, there's a lot of gaslighting of this. Like you need a man, you need a man. And why are you getting so upset? Maybe because you have the problem. Maybe it's your problem. And she's like, and of course nobody better than Doris Day to go, uh, no, actually, I'm fine. I'm yeah. totally fine. And it's like even Thelma is like, "Well, you just need to get married." She's like, "No, I don't think you've seen. I have a career. Are you not seeing this apartment and the fact that you're employed? I have a wonderful life here." Yes, you
0: exactly. Like, yes, I just that you, was girl. the funniest thing. You don't thing.
1: need anybody. That
0: was my favorite <laughs> thing about the whole premise of the movie. It was like, "You just need a man. You just need a man." And she's like, "I just need to make a fucking phone call, okay?" Yeah, I exactly. just like, but like, right, this exactly. motherfucker's on here like he's paid two ninety nine a minute, and they are just blowing up it's his. So- Oh, every good. day, I'm just like I just like the poor woman just trying to make a call. Like it's <laughs> all she's trying to do, which I just love oh also God. too. I love that this relied on a lot of that kind of like interesting premise of like the party line and like there's like you know which was something which yes. was so foreign to us now, but a back in the day would have been completely you uh-huh. know would have been completely the standard. Of, what a you nightmare! Know, yes, but because also it would have. Been I would. I was like, mad
1: for her. I'd be like. Can you imagine being in a pandemic and you're like, you're like, you literally are in like on a Zoom party line and you're like, bitch, you need to get off this fucking Zoom right now. I'm going to kill you like,
0: can you imagine oh my god i mean oh just god. the idea of having a landline alone is just like kill me now um what a what
1: yeah and and but then to pick up the line and it's like it's like some dude on there with some thought and you're just like get the fuck off <laughs> of here like, you know?
0: and that's
1: basically what was happening exactly the whole thing um, exactly <laughs> mid-century but, thoughts ex- <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> nice. Meanwhile, Eunice be like, "Get the fuck off my phone." You know? Like- <laughs> I love
0: her. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, so there's uh, a lot to there's so it's so interesting. Just the premise of that alone is like the phone thing was hilarious. And I wonder too because I think yeah. I bet you too because uh, people were probably getting like I don't know fifty nine seems pretty late to be getting phones in buildings and that sort of thing. But you never know. I don't I don't know the history. I don't know the telephonic history of it all. You know, but it does seem interesting. Well, people that. still
1: lived in like shared houses where you would have like shared a phone. Oh or, yeah, like, you know like. You know, it still would have been like you know, even just having it for um, like in offices. Mm-hmm. You you know, they were shared lines and stuff. So oh right, um, yeah, yeah.
0: We would have had switchboard operators. It's so crazy like to yeah. think about
1: that. Like I yeah,
0: know. that's so cool. I always wish that I had a house that had like a one of those fun numbers, like Plaza Two Six Four Two or something. You know, like I know,
1: <laughs> but you'd have to live like seventy years ago to even get a number like that because that was when there was only like you know like millions and millions less people on this earth so there weren't as many phone numbers and I know. all that but yeah that would be great if mine was like you know I don't know Costa Mesa 459
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> Capitol Hill 647 <laughs> like, I know right exactly so fun um but I also love that they reference that enough um in the Simpsons too don't they When during the um during the Mr. Plow episode isn't it like Klondike 5 something 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 and it's <laughs> yeah. like basically five by five five. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, second Simpsons reference of the day. Um, cl-
1: well, they'll be threaded throughout because uh, I feel like this this movie. I mean, even just watching this movie, you know, this so much was pulled from this movie. This is a huge influence over so much pop culture. Mm-hmm. I feel has referenced this movie, um, even just subtly and not so subtly, and uh, and then even just. Like, again, there's so much going on in the movie that, like, it's so easily, it's so easy to rewatch. Yeah. And, like I said, doris day's so funny (laughs) i mean rock hudson's really funny too Mm -hmm. but she's fucking great
0: she really is and
1: um i was you know and and uh, again right before we were um (laughs) right before we were uh, recording i was um (laughs) i was watching a a rock hudson documentary and then i started to cry so i started (laughs) to turn off but um it was really good i was almost the end but one of the things that was interesting was that um, him doing pillow talk was um you know, this really did set off a whole, uh, kind of new direction in his career. Oh, yeah, this um, is... it was the first like comedy, mm-hmm. like sexy comedy he had done. And it was really interesting to see, like they had interviewed his friends and stuff who were saying how like, yeah, when he got the script, he actually, um, he turned it down like three times. Yeah. It was Doors day. It was like, would you please, please do this? Because he was like, no, this is too vulgar. Oh, it's yeah. too, it's too racy, which I know we, it's like, we can't, that's like hard to believe, but like, yes, Yes, that was, for some people, that was very, like... And it is. I mean, if, if you think about it, I guess this would have been pretty hotsy-totsy for the time. I mean, because it was supposed to be... I guess that was their... That was 1959's like version of sex positive. I guess, it's yeah. It's very problematic. <laughs>
0: True, because think about it. Like which it was led it, to the free love era. It was in implied, the 60s, which also yeah, yeah. But it's also implied that he's sleeping with every single one of those women. Yes, like that. And then yeah. all of those women are sleeping with him ostensibly. So exactly. thinking about it, that they're like, oh, these women are these women are you know they're getting it on. You know these. So it's like it's very like mm-hmm. ooh, ooh you know like imagine being yeah, like and, a and 1959. like it's no big deal right. Like, you're
1: yeah, you're clearly having sex with not without the intention of getting married. Right. You know, and like that is obviously being painted. And the fact that yeah, he's engaging in premarital sex and and again with these other women, and then somehow she's on this pedestal, we don't even know. I mean, she does infer that she goes on nice dates, and I'm sure she gets late. I'm, sure she, I'm she sure she did. That's when she didn't need any of the shit. She's <laughs> just like No. She's like Megan the stallion. She's like, there's no guarantee in the penetration, but you can you can do all you want down there. It's fine. <laughs> that's that's Doris for you.
0: Oh no. <laughs> I was gonna say she was like one of those like um those kids who signed the promise ring where they do everything but vaginal. So you know it's just like I, no, she's <laughs> I
1: like to think that Doris Day is kind of like sex negative, but I'm like totally okay with it. Uh, yeah, she I definitely her. I think she's she's like I ain't got no time for this. Right. I think she
0: stands in stands in for all of the like she's it's kind of an interesting story because it's basically like she's kind of like the wholesome lady who's like she's got her mm-hmm. business thing, but she's all about marrying. But she's like he's a philanderer, and then he's kind of like. it's almost like creating that um, that myth of like I can change him I can fix him that sort of thing and like kind of overlooking the fact that like I because I was struggling watching I've watched it I watched it like three times and I was struggling with why he wanted to go out with her in the first place like when he started hearing about how no. Tony Randall was like dating her why suddenly he was interested in dating her at all like that's what I didn't understand and then yeah. they kind of from him doing that and he kept trying to and trying to and he just randomly um, you know ran into her at that club with the with his one date with the southern woman who she was hilarious yes <laughs> <Thank> God <laughs> and little probably- man me- I have
1: literally never heard anyone use the expression "honey lamb" honey. ever. It's only been used in Hollywood and like weird old jazz songs. Yep. that I'm pretty. But I've never heard anyone use that as a term of affection. Uh, never heard anyone Thank refer
0: God. to anybody as "honey lamb," and never heard anybody refer to themselves as "little old me," which I'm like, no, no,
1: nope.
0: But. Nope you know, good effort. But But
1: plenty of sissies in the South. Like I said, I had an aunt sissy. (laughs) That is a thing. (laughs) And when you have aunt sissies and Mary's, that's a thing. Okay. Okay? (laughs) Just saying.
0: I'm an aunt sissy and an aunt Mary at the same time. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two
1: for two baby
0: that's right devil <laughs> duty Woo! um yeah so it's just funny that i was like trying to i was struggling with that that turn in his storyline to be like why would he yeah. be so interested to date her to begin with and i guess it's like that whole thing where he just you know he just wanted any conquest at any cost you know and then he was like fell in love with her because she was like I guess said, no, I don't, I don't know. I did the, the, uh, the logic is a little, you know, it's doing its own thing, I guess yeah. in this movie, but it's adorable. I, you
1: know, I, 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 guess, yeah, no, it is adorable. I guess my slightly positive spin on it is that he realized that, I don't know, she's a real person and like, is like, she, she, she doesn't need him, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and whether it's physically or financially or anything like that, like she's her own person. And so, you know, there, there's that. Um, so maybe that's what he, and, you know, and that, that was new to him or exciting or, you know, or maybe just something he wants to conquer and put in her place. I don't know. I feel I, like there's yeah. a good... It, could be that, could be. I don't know, but um, but it was good. I I really liked <laughs> I really liked this movie. I thought they interacted really well together. Oh, they had great The whole chemistry. like tiny car situation <laughs> was funny. Um, you really realize Rock Hudson's a tall, handsome motherfucker. He is oh, tall, like Tom girl, Selleck tall.
0: Girl, first of all, <laughs> let's talk about that. So he's actually only six foot three, but still, that's plenty. But um, in old
1: Hollywood, that's like seven foot tall. Yes, but they said. And Doris Day was considered in the taller side, and that's. That's <laughs> why
0: apparently, like apparently, that's why she says he's six foot six because they wanted everyone to feel taller. So if he was yeah. that much taller than Tony Randall and he's six foot six in air quotes, then Tony Randall must have been five eleven. It's like no, honey, he's right, he's right, like five eight if you're if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, yeah that but, must
1: have put Doris at six one. But
0: so. <laughs> I mean, we all, we all, we all watched that bathtub scene, and we slowed it. We watched it in slow mo. We paused it a few times. We all did it. Don't say we didn't. Yeah. And we enjoyed what we saw of Rock Hudson. And yeah. we were like, yes, Queen. Yeah, those big old legs of his <laughs> are they sticking out I of never, there? He, dude, I mean, he never girl, skipped leg day. Girl, no, he never did. No, yep, he was. Lit. I
1: just, you know, that is an all natural, all American man from back in the day, mid century man
0: man <laughs> just, man, girl
1: yeah woo yeah, it's, it's good,
0: good stuff good and he
1: wasn't even nooked it was just he was, it was the implication it was the was, implication yeah I mean he's in a bathtub was, I mean he's not gonna yeah not he's, fine. he's probably him. naked yeah but I'm just saying we didn't see anything, but it, the implication was good enough. Yes, <laughs> very scandalous
0: for 1959. Um, I mean, could
1: you imagine though if you are watching that on the big old screen, like a woman watching, you, you, you get in the uh, papers. Girl, okay, they probably, you're like, I need to go see Pillow Talk again. They're gonna mm. plastic line those
0: seats. Like, come on, wait, get out of here. Those, <laughs> like, sorry, theater for both owners. Sexes. <laughs> 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 there's yeah, the poor ticket is like waiting to sweep up and everyone's just apologizing as they walk out like sorry about the seat <laughs> so sorry. Sorry, sorry 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 excuse me sorry, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> um so i don't know if you've been watching um hollywood on netflix
1: Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I was going to start that this week. It's,
0: it's got, I mean, people have issues, people have their issues and people have their thoughts and I understand it. But, Mm. um, because, well, the guy, there is, there is a rock Hudson. there. They have rock Hudson in the movie, in the show. So he's there. He makes an appearance. Um, not the best Rock Hudson impression you've ever seen and not the best like kind of stand in but what's interesting is, is that what I did f- think was interesting is that they kind of highlight Henry Wilson his agent which I thought was an interesting he's an, he's an interesting character it's also he's a manic character too and there are no spoilers or whatever but he's played by Jim Parsons from Big Bang Theory uh-huh. if you're a fan of Big Bang Theory but what's oh. um, yes so I don't know if you're a fan.
1: I but. heard thanks. Yeah. It's <laughs> I, a rough, well, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's,
0: it's a, it's an interesting turn for him as an actor, but whatever. But what I do think is interesting is that, um, I found like this, some um, articles and stuff about him, about Harry, well, Henry Wilson and what his whole gig was, is that he was apparently mm-hmm. like a, what was referred to as a dream boat factory. And he basically just took on all his clients were all big, beefy, burly men in the forties and fifties. 50s. Yes. And uh, yes. Based-
1: I, they mentioned that in the documentary.
0: <laughs> yes. So he was- And he always
1: had these came up with these really manly yep, names like manly Rock, name. yeah.
0: Rock Hudson. <laughs> so he came up with so some of the people that he had on his um Quote, stable, if you will. Um, his roster. His <laughs> roster of, of means. Um, well, let me see if I can find these names because they're fucking. Because it was like
1: men. Tab. Wasn't there like Tab Hunter? Tab Hunter was like one of his. All the gays. All, all the beautiful the, gays. So, yeah.
0: And apparently they were all queens too. Like, all yeah. Queens. But, you know, they were all like, <laughs> well, for me, they're They're good. so dreamy. <laughs> they're I'm so sorry. Sp- but I'm
1: like, I would go on a date with them just because we would look so good.
0: Uh huh. So he basically, like, so here. So here's some of the people. Rock Hudson, Troy Donahue, Tab Hunter, the original Chad Everett, not the one from the 80s, Robert Wagner. <laughs> um, what? N- yeah. Nick Adams, Doug McClure, Ty Harden, Clint Walker, Van what? Williams, um, race gentry. I mean, what a name.
1: Did you say Troy McClure?
0: <laughs> <was the> <laughs> Ty Harden is what I said. Um, race gentry, Guy Madison oh and, and Rory Calhoun. And if you have not, That's right. if you have not Google image oh, searched Rory, Rory Calhoun, Mm-mm. Make sure you're sitting on something that's not gonna ruin because girlfriend. Yeah, he's, like, he's very
1: he is a good looking no man.
0: dry clean only materials <laughs> around him, okay? What a face. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And you may remember him as the beautiful woodsman in How to Marry a Millionaire. So the one that ended up with Betty Grable. And it's like, ooh, hunting. Like you can even
1: see the way she was ooh. looking at. Him. She's like,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> these boys were panty droppers. Like, holy crap! Yes. So, it's um, it, so it's yeah. worth a. It's women loved them. Yeah. So, <laughs> the interesting. So, the whole thing about Henry Wilson was interesting. The just the concept of him being an agent. So he was like an agent, and he was helping to find to kind of like um, kind of leap launch these stars into you know mm-hmm. into the stratosphere, as it were so. It's interesting to watch the show. Just you kind of have to just be like divorce yourself from any expectation from it. So um, because it, it's a TV show, you know, it's only going to be you know it's going to be what it's going to be. You know, it's like if you right. if you want fast and loose, yeah. with history. If you want perfection, if you want the perfect actor, if you want all of that, you're going to have to do it yourself, is what I say. So anything else, you're just going to have okay. to you're going to have to accept what they give you. But it is well, inter- DIY, yes. okay. But it is interesting <laughs> to um, to see the you know. Jesus the I'm on the webpage where you had these men so sorry I'm getting distracted that's okay <laughs> and um yeah so also um rock Hudson also ended up into a, in, in a lavender marriage with um Henry Wilson's wife with right. sec- secretary um who was secretary so, who was um
1: who was a beautiful lady yeah. I, I saw some video footage of her mm-hmm. on the documentary she seemed like a perfectly nice person yeah. it just was one of those like weird setups that you know, I'm sure she didn't feel so good about being used like that, but I'm um, sure it was there. You know. She got some money. She was, she was, she yeah. was a cute lady, cute mm-hmm. little redheaded yeah. lady. I mean, it definitely, when you see him together, I'm sure everybody's like, oh, that's nice. Look at them doing the thing we all are mm-hmm. supposed to do right now. You know?
0: <laughs> right. So, so it's an interesting thing. I mean, the, I don't know if, I mean, he supposedly was like a monster as Henry Wilson was, but you know, we'll see what, what was true. I don't, I'd like, I'd like to do more research on him. I've only gotten kind of like cursory kind of like, you know, just blog posts and those sort of things. So how, like, that's why I'm trying to keep it. Like, I don't know all the details, so I don't want to say anything for sure. As far as fact, I do know that he definitely did discover these specific people and these other things. So, Wow. It is, And he apparently was like big in um, and quashing stories that were in like all these other movies or all these like tattler magazines. Oh, and wow. Like, so he was like um, a fixer. Kind right. of like an Eddie. He was, he, well, yeah, kind of. He was wow. a, fi- he was a, he, well, he was a, he was an agent. So he was an agent. And so like, if there was a career in trouble, he would stop getting paid, right. so like he had to kind of intervene and be like, "We got to fix this so that you can keep yeah, working." Yeah, that, so so that art I can of like money. damage
1: control. Exactly. Yeah.
0: He, I think he Eesh. did a lot more than most people would have at that. You know, mm-hmm. because you know these were you know he was an agent in the time of the 40s and 50s when the when they you know during the gold like the era of hollywood where they had a stable of stars so they would have been contract players so they didn't necessarily need him necessarily because once you get on contract you don't need to be a you don't need a free agent yeah. so but him being an agent he definitely made sure that he didn't have anybody signed on like as a studio contract so Yeah.
1: Well, I know, um, according to the documentary I was uh, watching, it sounds like, you know, Confidential Magazine at the time were like, you know, the TMZ of the 50s. And they were like, they basically went to him, uh, Wilson, and were like, dude we are like we are doing an expose on how this guy is gay and he's like no you're not yep. <laughs> you know so but like they were going to and uh and then he ended up marrying the secretary so yeah i mean that was that was some serious damage control mm-hmm. that was done um but that was the norm yeah um and uh not that that probably is not going on hardcore today but um yeah, the stuff around Rock Hudson, and again, you know, the documentary is really interesting. Just the whole thing of, you know, this this idea that he had to completely like wipe a slate clean, like like his this this sense of like like a loss of identity, mm-hmm. and also having to live so completely in the closet for your whole life, and how, like, how it, um, and and the one guy that I was citing, I can't remember his name. He was also in the cellular closet, sort of talking about how, um when you have to suppress something for so long, it actually ends up coming out. It can like, defor- it deforms you in other ways. Cause like apparently um, he had a deformed thumbnail huh. and it was because he would constantly, all of his friends would say this. He he had this like tick where he was always rubbing his thumbnail and he also would bite his nails to the quick. Huh. They said like he even couldn't do like shots on his hands sometimes cause they were all chewed up and his friends were like, I just kind of, I just helped, can't help but feel that it was just, that was him just keeping it all in all the time. Well, yeah. All yeah. the fucking time. Yeah. And that idea that like it, even it, it deformed him even physically somehow, because you just can't live like that right. without it hurting you somehow. You can't continue to do that. And that what I, that's what I think is so sad. And I think about him and I also think about, um, Oh my gosh, our, our, our other favorite, um, <laughs> Gosh, from Bewitched, I'm drawing a blank on him. Oh, Dick! But you know, there's Dick stories York? of Dick
0: Sargent. Oh no, I'm Paul no, Lynn. No, um, <laughs> My girl Paul, Paul Lynn. Lynn. Paul Lynn. <laughs> yeah. Bless him. Because yeah. you know,
1: I, I we personally like there's something about him. We love him. Like of we course, love him. But there's yeah. all these horrible stories about how he was a nasty drunk and he had all this. Mm-hmm. But his friends, even people were like, I can't help but think it's because he had to just live in the closet, even though everybody knew he wasn't, like he right. couldn't hide it. But it was just that living that like you are never really living your true self and it just eats at you yeah. and eats at you and you and you know, Brock Hudson they drank they smoked they ate bad food like they had the did these things to their bodies and and that eventually made them unhealthy mm-hmm. regardless of, of even aids and all that he had to have like a quadruple bypass or something at oh, some point man. like so you know these people had health issues because they were constantly medicating themselves because they through, couldn't be who they really right, were through everything. and i mean this happened to women this happened to others but these are these are two examples i think of people who you know, I think we're inherently good, but had these monster moments because of, you know. And I, again, this is not justification. Mm-hmm. This is just explanation, exactly. you know. Well, it's, um, you know, it's something to think know, about. Serious, we get when it. When you watch yeah. these
0: movies, you know. it's some, Totally. It, it's, totally. It's, it's a bummer. But, you know, it's a bummer to think about when you watch these movies. But then also it kind of like, I don't know. It's just such a, it's such a bygone era nowadays. Like you think about like there's something mm-hmm. so so tragic about it, but also something, you know, and that's why it's always like you always, you know, it's tragic, but it's also like kind of romantic in a way too. And it's like, you have to, and it's, you know, it's that same thing as like you tragedy, you know, beauty through tragedy and all that stuff. So it's, I don't know. It's hard to, uh, you know, no, it's Looking true, it and in? I
1: and I think that's that's why I think I was really drawn and like needed this, and even just recently, you know, it's been a little rough, and so I have even been like listening to Doris Day on Spotify, but there's a part of me that I always go to her because it's like, what would Doris do? And you know why? It's not because of who she was in the movies, although she was great in the movies. It's who she was as a person, mm-hmm. because. I really relate to who she was and the things that she went through, and basically having a life that doesn't go according to plan. Yeah. You know, and she's part of my holy trinity of old Hollywood ladies who, with lives that didn't go according to plan and still crushed it. So that's Ann Miller, Esther Williams, and we got our door Yeah. Now, it's not to say that there aren't other ones out there, but those are mine, you know, like, and, and they just are such examples of people that are like, well, I wanted to do this thing and I was going to be a dancer. Then I was in this horrific accident and I almost lost my leg. But then I got back, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, but then I, then then she became you know that's and that's doris day like she originally wanted to be a dancer and had this horrible accident and couldn't walk for months yeah. and she uh would sing along to ella fitzgerald on the radio mm-hmm. and that's and little did we know she'd become this beautiful clear bell singer and um and also had this amazing comic timing And as a wonderful actress and there's all these great stories like the she's kind of like like I, I was going to have to compare her to like Johnny Depp because those stories like the crew loved them, right? Like they, <laughs> they show up, they're always like hanging out. Like she was always, first of all, showed up on time. Yeah. <laughs> and She'd always like, there's these stories like, yeah, she'd show up, she'd be there early having a donut with the crew. And then she get started, had this great attitude about everything. And, uh, you know, uh, another thing they highlighted is she always was a loyal friend of Rock Hudson. She, mm-hmm. um, they, they redid the Doris Day show in the eighties. He was the first fucking guest on her show. Yeah. And she was, and that was when all that shit came out and people even, they weren't even, they were afraid to even be in the same room with people with AIDS. I and know. she's like, have just hugging him. Be like, yeah, what's up? You know, ah, oh, she's just such, I love her so much. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I know that there are people listening right now agreeing with me. Cause she's just, she was so amazing. And we just recently lost her. She lived a long, amazing life with a bunch of dogs and in and, and a B <laughs> and B up in Carmel. Love it. And um, you know, I mean, she's she's just a she's a great she was a great lady, just awesome. So. I was so excited that we were doing this just so I could just have a few minutes to talk about how amazing she is. Couldn't agree more. (laughs)
0: She was so cute. Another thing to think about in this movie, too, another thing to think about in this movie is that she was 37 when they filmed this movie. Exactly. So she was a mature woman, as it were, and an unmarried woman. You wouldn't know know it. Yeah, and if and even if they like, um, wanted her to be like a slightly older um, character, it's still, it works really well in this movie. She's, she's very got she like a good head on her shoulders. So I love that. She's, yep, te- she's established. Yeah. She tells, um, she tells, uh, Tony Randall that she's, she wants, you know, she wants the moon. Like she's like, she wants, you know, rocket to the moon sort of thing. She doesn't want just because, yeah. just because Tony Randall's a millionaire and all that. He's, and he's like, you know, he's like, we should be in love. And he's like, she's she like, the I don't whole feel package. That way. Girl, yeah. like he's she was like not interested, but yep. it's interesting too because um y- your boy Rock Hudson is a couple years younger than her too, so it was kind of interesting to see that that little dynamic hey. going on too. So he's like you know only by a cut two years, but still it's nice to see that yeah. she can get you know that it's not well two. considering.
1: I mean at that time like they always were pairing like twenty one year olds with fifty year olds, so, right? And <laughs> I mean, this is like we can appreciate you know it's
0: not you know that touch of mink where she's paired with like Cary Grant who's far. Right. older than she was at the time you know so he's a little bit more so it's nice to see someone a little bit more contemporary for her yes and, yeah you know.
1: I just um, I, I just want to another factoid I just want to highlight she was 44 fucking years old when she did the glass bottom boat okay oh, never nice. heard the Matahari outfit remember her in, in, in that the uh, 44 all right? yes. she gives me goals yes. alright I'll never look like that but I can go god damn it I can get somewhat close yes. just, just in the what would Doris do that's all I'm saying <laughs> But, you know, that's the thing is, like, I really I I think so many of these there's a resiliency to, you know, like to that glamour and what they were doing, because it was like you're really trying to do a lot of things in the face of tragedy or stress or, you know, all these other limitations. And you're still like coming coming out like shining or trying to have a good mood and Beat the you know beat the blues as they like to say yeah. because that shit is for real right. and really detrimental <laughs> to your health. <laughs> so.
0: Exactly. I mean this, it's so funny yeah. this movie and like you were saying earlier where it is problematic there's like some you know of course. it does not hold up by today's standards which is in some no. spe- some aspects by you know just like the the fact that she's not really given a choice at very the end of the film like no. you know um, Thelma Ritter's character who is amazing in everything that she's done I don't even think they gave her a script
1: life. I think they were just like go do it yeah, they're yeah. Just, but
0: she's just a <laughs> raging alcoholic the character is a raging alcoholic to I, that which I was just like oh the poor thing
1: (laughs) I love it you guys every time she goes up that elevator she's got something she's like you beatnik Beatnik.
0: (laughs) I love that she calls him a beatnik and the guy's (laughs) as old as she is like (laughs) I know right so (laughs) good you don't have to break the sound barrier (laughs) I know
1: And I love that, like I love that kind of like physical foreshadowing that, like, um, Dor, because you don't even know what she's she's putting out, like Tabasco and like an egg and some other shit on the on the counter, and then uh, like before she even shows up, and then you realize that like when she shows up, she makes her like hangover drink, and it's just so good. I
0: love it, and uh, they don't even rec- re- they don't even reference it until like after Doris Day gets in the elevator. Like why she that yes. she's an actual drunk? Like you just go in and she's just like so good that she's like yeah you know she's working that bloody mary which i'm like girl i feel you oh my I goodness <laughs> <laughs> so good oh my god um but yeah so thelma Ritter's is amazing and um dollar tony Ed, randall's Tone, really good randall's you know very good like, so good yeah oh my god let
1: me. And uh, like the sets are amazing. Like, you know, he, cause there's her amazing, beautiful, like panoramic oh apartment her that apartment. is just unattainable. Yeah. And like, I even loved the decor because it was like more of a cleaner mid century. Sometimes when they do those apartments for women, they're super like gaudy and they've got mm-hmm. like tons of. Chachkas and bric-a-brac and hers is definitely more like clean Mm -hmm. and like when she's like i have to work from home i'm like girl i see it i can see your little (laughs) office situation i wish i had that right
0: now i know (laughs) know? so good but um, and then also brad's apartment uh, too was stunning with brad's apartment with that spiral staircase and
1: the push button like i'm gonna lock you in bitch (laughs)
0: you know the push button sex dungeon you're like no thank you yes pretty much (laughs) you're like it's adorable but no thank you
1: (laughs) push button fuck pad i know and it's got got a fireplace (laughs)
0: woots woots girl um yep uh, oh goodness did you want me to talk i can stumble my way through the storyline if you'd like
1: i'm fine it's not a lot of story but (laughs) it's it's fine well
0: i'll work my way through it i didn't write it down because i've been super busy so let's (laughs) let's uh yeah it's fine we'll work on this together we'll do this together so um so basically on the whole storyline is that we got brad we got doris day as jan morrow and she's got this apartment and she shares a party line with rock hudson who plays brad allen and every time she gets tries to get on it it's like he's on there trying to you know he's thoughting it up as kathleen said you know
1: (laughs) well and he's like a songwriter so like what i love is there's this running joke that like He's always singing the same song to a different woman with her name into it. And of course, the only one who's really seeing the con, well, besides Thelma Ritter, who's just listening the whole time, (laughs) is Doris Day, which makes it soup's funny. Hilarious.
0: So she can't. Her
1: facial expressions are so good. I know. She's rolling. (laughs) She's so sex negative. (laughs) She's like, enough with you. I think she's
0: Brad negative, Um, (laughs) which I don't blame. I know. She's very Brad negative, Um,
1: she's loser negative.
0: (laughs) so she's trying to call and she's trying to get a call in. can't get a call in and she's an interior designer so she can't seem to get a call in so she goes and like talks to the phone company and she's like you need to get me my own private line blah 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 they're like we can't give you a private line because it's too much yet we're working on it so then they send a woman over to try oh and that
1: was it. major healy for my dream of genie that Sorry. was that's deep cut.
0: oh wow yep that's awesome
1: i think so pretty sure yeah I was like, know you from somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Way to go brain.
0: <laughs> You're like, <"I laughs> did out. Out. <laughs> so yeah. So the, basically they, they send a woman over to inspect the apartment and basically she, he's still, they're not giving her a line and there's he's not doing anything wrong. So it's so funny. They are gaslighting her the entire time. Basically like you have the problem. He's not the doing anything time. wrong. And it's like, bitch, please get off the phone. Um, so yeah. then she's, uh, so she goes, uh, she has a, so she has to go to a housewarming party of a customer that she's been working with mrs walters played by lee patrick and then she goes over there and then she um and then well she's gonna go over there that night but then it turns out that she's um designing the office for tony randall who plays jonathan forbes jonathan forbes is friends with brad allen so he goes so Forbes goes over to Brad Allen's place and he's like telling her, him about how he's dating this late, this interior designer. And she he's like, oh, I wish I could date her, blah, 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 blah. She's not giving me the time of day. And then he Brad figures it out that that's the woman that um, Tony Randall is dating is uh, Doris Day. So he's just like, oh, OK, um, I'm all about this. <laughs> And then suddenly he realizes that he has to date her. Um, this <laughs> well, is the turn her. that we weren't sure why it's happening, but it's happening. Get on board, kids. So
1: <laughs> apparently he's not blind, so no. he's gonna date her. <laughs> exactly.
0: So um, so then uh, that night, uh, so he. Wait what was it He tries to ask, Oh he tries calling her So Brad tries calling her And like trying to make up And she's like No 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 This is not happening So Well
1: and he does the whole Like dual voices Like so he well, does Well that's the whole not thing No that like, before
0: Remember what Before he even sees her And does the dual voices He yes, tries calling yes. her And being like Oh maybe we can like Make Maybe we can make this Work out for us somehow Or maybe we can like Hang out or something And she's just like Bitch fuck off So he's yeah. just like Darn it So then um, After the part So she goes to the part. and then he meets the Son of Mrs. Walters, who's played by Nick Adams, and he assaults her in his car at, when he's driving her Straight back up. to the city. It's not cute, but then they end up at a they end up at a restaurant or a, um, a nightclub, and um, you know Doris is looking amazing in her full gown. Um, yes, and but
1: like kerfuffle. Of course, and she's like, Not here for it. This movie is
0: 90 <laughs> minutes of her being annoyed. Like it's yeah. pretty much. So just it's we're it's here great. for it. It's fantastic. So. <laughs> Uh, so so the lech is like trying to get her to dance with him and she's just like good god so she dances with him and then um, Rock Hudson's sitting in the next booth next to him and she he realizes that that's Jan and he's like oh shit it's my opportunity and then he sees her and he's just like uh oh skettios I'm trying to holla at that <laughs> um, and then so then uh, Tony Walters the lech gets all um, he gets super drunk and he mm-hmm. falls down drunk on the dance floor and that's when Rock Hudson realizes. Is he's like, oh, I have an opportunity to get in here, but she'll recognize my voice, so I have to do a different voice. So he does, yes. he does a super southern country draw like he's routine It's Texas. Pretty terrible. Um, yes,
1: because that the last thought he was with was all, honey, lamb yep. So she,
0: <laughs> So he goes full.
1: That's I'm sorry. That's terrible to say. She was a lovely lady. She was I a don't lovely know her thought.
0: background. <laughs> she
1: was, I don't. She was a burlesque dancer. So, of I know sorts. that. She
0: was a club dancer. It Was a, great, a legend. I wanted yeah. to see that costume she was going to slip I into. I did too. But I, I really thought that it. that
1: was going to be a thing. I, I was hoping yeah. for
0: it. Mildly
1: um, disappointed.
0: <laughs> so he's all, he's all, ma'am, I'm from Texas and I'm going to help you out. So he, um, so he basically gets, um, puts the, he puts the drunken lecher into a cab and they send him upstate um, to, up, you know, past Yonkers. <laughs> I Googled it. It's a 40 minute um, cab ride. Um, <laughs> I was like, where are they taking him? Scarsdale, I get, I think. Um, and then so then, uh, Rock Hudson and Doris Day end up spending, you know, having a couple drinks together, and they're, you know, they're vibing. They're, you know, they're, yeah, kind of catching some feels. Like there's she, you know, they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And then he takes her home, and he like is really sweet to her, and is like, lets her into her apartment, doesn't try anything fishy or anything yes. like that. And she's like, oh no, does he not like me? And then he ends up calling her later that night and he's as the you know as southern as you know Tex is what he co- goes yes. by and then he's like ma'am I, I think you're great we should hang out some more and then um, you know and Rock Hudson um, he he pretends like he's Brad and like busts in on the phone call it's hilarious uh, he's yes. he's living for his you know he's living for the fantasy so she's not having it so then they do hang out so him and her and Tex hang out all this, uh, this time and but
1: wait he pulls that move with her where he he's like oh yeah like well if you're going to be on a date like i you know he basically says like oh you're going to someone's going to invite you up to their apartment yeah. and that's not what they mean. He's like know? trying
0: to tell her, he's basically trying to sell her a story of like, um, he's going to, you Watch know, Tex yeah. is going to try and like, you know, touch your penis, touch your penis, touch your, <laughs> touch your, penis, <laughs> your, p- your pussy and all Ma'am, that stuff. And it be... so
1: bad that we're talking about Doris day in a sexual way. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know I'm sorry. I'm but sorry, it, but it's she, funny. <laughs> t- so basically
0: he was going to say, Oh, this guy, all he wants is poon. So that's, but yes. basically what he was doing is, is like saying he's going to do this, this and this. And then the next day, text. Hex, in air quotes, yes. does this, this, and this, but then takes her out and doesn't want to try and like have sex with her so he's like basically yeah. setting up he's using the Brad Allen character to set up these scenarios for her to doubt Tex and then Tex yes. delivers on being a gentleman and all this stuff so but I
1: tell you what that part where he's like why don't we come up while I get my coat and she does the look yeah and then there's like you can see there she's basically there's a whole her whole body language and the look on her face completely changes up until that moment where he's like okay let's go and I'm like feeling With her, I'm just like, oh girl, I've been there. We're just like, fuck, fuck, fuck,
0: fuck, 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 fuck.
1: I'm stuck. I'm fucking stuck. How are we gonna, how are we gonna wiggle out of this one? And then she's like, whoo, oh my God, it's for real. He's gonna be cool, you know? And so I think that did a really good job on that.
0: Exactly. (laughs) That
1: was a, that moment was real (laughs) in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah uh anyway yeah. and so. then Carry so <laughs> that's all
0: good um it's reality um so yeah. tony randall hires a um he hires a private detective to find out who this Tex character is and it turns out the private detector detective shows him a photo of Tex, and he's like that's not Tex. that's my friend brad allen <gasps> they're one and the same oh my god so then <laughs> oh he finds cell- so <laughs> oh
1: my god <laughs> Like, trolls too. Yes. <laughs> Nailbog is goblins spelled backwards. <laughs> Nailed it. I
0: didn't know that you knew trolls. This is a whole new thing for me. Uh, me and, yeah, me yeah. and my friend Jennifer used to do that all the time. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why can I do it all the time? <laughs> so good.
0: So, not anyway. to take us off of trolls, but... Um, <laughs> So then, um, the the private detective is like, "Oh, my, uh, your boy's on the on the move. He's taken her down to this club, up and such and such." So they go to the club, and Tony Randall like um, confronts him. And uh, when mm-hmm. Dora stays in the bathroom, and he's like, "Hey, guess what? You're not dating her anymore. You're going to Connecticut, and you're gonna finish these songs for the show that I'm financing." And he's like, "Okay." sounds good. And then so Tony mm. Randall leaves, like an idiot. And then um, Rock Hudson's like, hey, so I gotta go to Connecticut. Wanna come with me? <laughs> so Smooth. he, yeah, right? <laughs> so he takes Doris Day up to Connecticut and they, they're, you know, they're doing, they're romancing. They're having some shampers.
1: Also in another cute, like, what cabin or house I mean, was that? It was well, it's Tony Randall's adorable. house.
0: I mean, he's a millionaire. he can afford oh, it. It looked right. amazing, God. right? It looked amazing. Right? So then they're up oh. there, and then um, Rock Hudson realize has to go out and get some firewood, and then you know Doris stays like you know chilling out in the pad, and she comes across a piece of music, uh, um, sheet music, and then she starts playing it in the piano, and she realizes that, that it's the song that Brad was singing to all of those ladies <laughs> on the telephone, and he's That's like, a great I know. And she's like, Are you kidding me? And it was hilarious because she's playing it, and he comes in and he's humming it while she's playing it, <laughs> and then he real. It's such a good so moment good. that he's like. (laughs) so good good. and then she just without a word just walks and grabs her bags and just like walks out so good it's awesome so good (sighs) so then tony randall takes her back to the city and there's like this whole thing in a diner where he gets punched out she it's a whole thing um and then um and then so but Rock Hudson's all broken up, and he's like, I, st- I need to get with her. I need to figure this out. And so then, um, he's like Tony. Ra- he's talking to Tony Randall, and he's he, Tony Randall's like, You're never gonna get her. And so he figures out that if he tries to get some information out of Alma, his her maid, he might mm-hmm. be able to figure out a way for them to get together. And then so Alma takes him to a bar, and they both get blasted drunk out of their minds. One of the best parts. So of the movie. good. <laughs> I just love that Thelma Ritter's like back to normal, where she's just like, I, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Why can't you keep up?
1: She's like her most lucid when she's yes. like a, she's a, a bottle shit-faced. and a half in. You know? <laughs> um,
0: so then she said, basically, she's like, she's an interior director, decorator. You have an apartment. Have her decorate your apartment. And then you guys can hang out. And then so he does. And then she takes on the job because she doesn't want her boss per- uh, Mr. Perot to miss out on any commission. So she mm-hmm. does the job. and But she's like, no, no, no. You need to give me carte blanche. You cannot live here while we're doing this. And I'm gonna and design this apartment to reflect who you are <laughs> and so she does just that by making it into the most ta- like that ta- oh she does all right i oh, know she, she makes it into turns it into the tackiest sex dungeon you've ever seen in your life with beds everywhere beaded curtains Pretty much. it's the best i want to live in that apartment also
1: um, kind of gay it's <laughs> Super duper good. Yes. There was a pink piano.
0: <laughs> there was. A pink player <laughs> piano, no less.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which
0: I'm like, I'm not mad at that. I would take that pillar. I, know. Piano. I
1: was like, I know Philip wants this because it's kind of amazing. So good.
0: <laughs> so good. Um, so um then so then he comes back, he sees the apartment, he's like, holy shit, what'd she do to my apartment? And then so he goes to her apartment while she's still sleeping, and basically kidnaps her and takes her yeah. back to the apartment and is like he's like I wanted to have an apartment where I could take my bride to and then he throws her down on the bed and he's like you live here and then she's like did you say bride? <laughs> did you say marriage? <laughs> so then she's like all oh is forgiven let's be married Oh my god Yes. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs>
1: oh my god
0: so then because we
1: all know when it comes to the nineteen fifties, this is how we button it up.
0: <laughs> yep. Mary <laughs> <Mare>, Baby. <laughs> so then three months l- then there's like sort of a um epilogue where three months later he goes to tell um the Tony Re- uh, Tony Randall that he's having a baby, but then there's a callback to an OBGYN joke, which is hilarious. Yes, which we
1: forgot about that. Yes. Oh my god. Well, I kind of yes, breezed that over, whole scene. But
0: that one is pretty funny where there's this That's like That's
1: another really running gag, a, a good running gag that they have. Also, weirdly i don't want to throw this word around very much but weirdly woke <laughs> that of, doctor, that weirdly doctor weirdly was woke?
0: very woke he was kind of into the yeah. idea of either a trans man having a baby or some sort of miracle of science <laughs>
1: yeah he was open he was I'm like he's that. like and he's you know, like you know you can what kind of respect it you
0: will be he's like uh, one of these days a movie will come out called junior starring arnold schwarzenegger and danny devito and then you'll all be like oh my god he was right <laughs>
1: Exactly. I feel like that's exactly <laughs> the attitude he had. That the nurse was like, "What is wrong with you?" I know, I also, just, she was pretty good.
0: She, I, cl- <laughs> clearly, he's a psychopath. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, you and me both, lady. You and me both.
1: But yeah, those those scenes, like in the 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 doctor's office, and with like the women who are in the waiting oh, room, my and God, the nurse. So like good. it was total. Like the hair, the makeup. Ugh. Like the you can just tell they're all wearing like the fifties brassieres It's like it's madmen. Realness, like so that was good. really really cool, and just even that whole office building was like, mad. Oh, yeah, it was like that. That whole, like, it just you're just like, Oh my god, I see where it all comes from, yeah. you know. But, um,
0: did I say yeah, the, the movie was and good. I feel like we always like to end the end. Oh, and? Oh, that's true, so that was the and, um, yes. Oh God! Such a good little ditty of a film. Yep. So cute.
1: And th- this was like the they. So when they did this movie, it was a huge hit. Huge and hit. It was a sleeper huge hit, for, hit. They too. ended up doing two more sleeper, sleeper hit, hit. Yeah. Yes. First, yeah. this
0: was the first pairing of Doris Day, Rock Hudson, and sort of launched mm-hmm. that idea of Doris Day being kind of like a sexy, like a, with those sophisticated comedies and stuff like that. So yes, uh, and b- like kind the, of the
1: girl that has it all kind of thing, right. and exactly. you know, but she'll be the first one to tell you, "Isn't this fucking weird?" Like even in her, thinker yeah. memoirs, she was like, "Yeah, you know, I wish I could have just done lived with somebody and not gotten married. It was like the worst thing I could have done to done uh-huh. to me, you know, because even though you know, like, so like, she may not have been. Get- she wasn't really getting fucked on screen, but she was certainly getting fucked financially by Martin Melcher. So, <laughs> yes, and uh, among this was produced others. by So, Milcher, know, like,
0: so. goodness yeah. gracious.
1: Yes, yeah. So it's like the more you know, you're yeah, just exactly. like, God damn it, Doris. Oh, but then she came back. Like mm-hmm. Then she's just like, oh, like she's left with a big pile of debt. And then she starts her own show and comes out you know smelling like roses and then you know just because she worked her fucking ass off i just want to say nothing came easy to her and nothing was like she wasn't like blessed in any like she she really had to work fucking hard and just when she was like oh this is what i'm gonna do something would happen and just throw a wrench in it and she'd have to completely Mm -hmm. pivot and do something else and then she still gave it five stars so like that's why she's amazing yeah and i also particularly love the like she used to have this gorgeous home in beverly hills and it, like when you look at those old hollywood homes even by today's millionaire billionaire standards they're actually fairly modest but they're still really gorgeous and pretty and she had a house in beverly hills where she would um her neighbors uh, she wasn't a, they they were not a big fan of hers nor <laughs> were the police because <laughs> she owned a lot of dogs I'm sure she, she did, did her own <laughs> she did her own yard work and she would bike around with or without her dogs around Beverly Hills, and, and the police were like, Yo, you uh, famous lady, we can't <laughs> have you trying to be regular here. Like, you, this is not regular. And so she was always trying to be regular. And I that. love that. She was that. just like, You know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, when she wasn't working, she's like, I love some yard work, maybe playing with my five dogs. And I'm like, Oh, God, goals. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, she was a cool person, I think. Uh, uh, and, um, R.I.P. And I'm so stoked that we have other Doris Day films to cover exactly. later.
0: <laughs> but Kathleen, though, before we before, I mean, we we can't not talk about the glamour. We cannot talk uh, about the looks, no. as it were. So please, no. I need to hear all about your like highlights. What are the ones that you want to like tell the children about?
1: Well, I probably. Hmm. I guess we'll probably have to the first. Well, the, which has got to be like iconic Jean-Louis, that white freaking dress that she gets assaulted in Ugh, is absolutely girl. flawless. I mean. And she was so good at wearing those super high necks with a low back because Dora's had a fucking sexy back. She did. Okay? She oh, a, the, first of all, she had a lovely figure. First of, I mean, yes. just dancer. That you know? one, so. when
0: she turns, because you don't see that back ever. Until no. she's in the nightclub, which is really, which is really nice touch the way that they did that, where Love she, it. she's at the party. She immediately puts on that shrug, which that shrug, mm-hmm. hunty uh, that,
1: it's a powder puff of glamor. It, uh, like, it's a cozy uh, glamor fur, cozy but glamour. it's like
0: a kind of a dolman sleeve, but it's not, yes. like a, it's so beautiful. And then, so she puts that on and then she gets in the car and then, you know, the thing happens and then, but you don't see her in, you don't see the back until she gets out of the as she gets out of the booth and starts dancing with the drunk kid, yes. and that's when Rock Hudson sees her. So it, this gown that's super beautiful and like high neck in the front with the asymmetrical, like demure. Yeah, yeah, it's got asymmetrical pleating and like a beautiful jewel. And then he, she turns around, it's like va boom, like, and then yep. she's like, and her assets, as you were, were uh, on full yes. display.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, see, so she always, first of all, she had a lovely figure. She was curvy, but like not. I don't know like there but yeah that's kind of her thing like she wasn't um like I I feel like they always put her in maybe it was just Jean Louis but she she could rock a backless dress like nobody's mm-hmm. business she wasn't yeah. about really doing cleavage it wasn't that it was just she's just but she could do that like literally low back to the butt crack right. and then she's got a, I'm sorry but her her butt's perfect like she has like a perfect little butt and so <laughs> she wears those like those Kennedy era dresses so perfect, and of course they've been tailored by probably Elizabeth Courtney or somebody else. Of who's course, a yeah, genius. because they work together, um, yeah. And so they were sculpted to her beautifully, the way they would have done Marilyn's dress, like her Happy Birthday, Mr. President dress, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So a lot of that is, I mean, yes, she has a wonderful figure, but that is some masterful tailoring. Okay, masterful. That in the late fifties and early sixties, into that Camelot era, was just on fire with that kind of stuff, and um, um, and I think that that dress is a perfect highlight of that. I also really loved her, um, like in the, the when you very first see her in the first scene. I love that like baby blue slip with the little penoir she's wearing as she's like getting ready for a day with her little kitten heels. Love oh, that. Oh yes, yes. Um,
0: her, her, and I loved her, her hair. Night, her pajamas game was on. Her point pajama in game this movie.
1: was hello pajama game, but yes, yes, and like her little her little Chinese um, like silk Chinese um, uh, um, uh, pajama set that she was wearing, like lounge set that she was wearing. But, yeah, she's got some really great, like, loungewear. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, what was that? There was something else I wanted to highlight. Um, well, for her pajamas, yeah, I,
0: Did, you, did uh, the beautiful, like, Asian-inspired, like, um, aqua teal, like, cu- pajamas yeah, that set I she love wears. That. I mean, and then she has, yeah, in the beginning, she has that beautiful little, like, robe that she has, like, fumbling with the ties and stuff because she's all dip- Yes, and that, but so I, I
1: love because it's, like, a super sexy, probably, like, a functional, like, the slip she's going to wear, like, like underneath her dress but then she's got this like house coat that she puts on while she's like doing other stuff like kind of getting ready probably trying to have her business call that didn't happen exactly so she's like you know getting ready to do that whole like work from home thing um oh the other thing i wanted to highlight was um she they put her in a lot of like white or creamy white Mm -hmm. like i love that like creamy white like i think it was like funnel neck like this funnel neck top that she was when when she goes to connecticut and you know there's just I know it's like it's like blonde white lady wearing white but she could really pull it off yeah. it's like she she Doris Day could wear white and like the way Marilyn could wear white right it just it was very flattering it looked really good they weren't look like they were trying to like wipe the slate clean and be a rich bitch right because some people they kind of come off that way well, but for her she just looks so all American yeah. in her Plus like I white think cotton dresses nice
0: there's something nice too because it was a little bit more vanilla colored than like it a, was, it was a, like creamy warm cr- yeah. yeah something nice it was and, not and
1: she's just so gold and tan like yeah. she does not look like a new york girl at no. all i'm sorry no. but she looks like she just rolled right off the beach and just like they put her in like that jean louis dress exactly. which not mad at that love her aesthetic yes. so <laughs> so good yeah
0: there is so many good there are so many good looks too there's like that beautiful red the red number that she comes into and she has the ocelot hat and the ocelot muff oh.
1: Oh please! That that's iconic. I mean, that is and it's nice so too. It's like a little and her hat game is crazy good. Yes,
0: it's a little on the nose that she was in red during a scene where she had to get mad, but it was kind of well, it was cute that she was wearing that. But also the ocelot made it a little bit more whimsical. Her looks in this movie are all very whimsical too. She's like so full good. whimsy with like the first look that she when she goes to the when she goes to the uh, phone company, and she's wearing that like electric like cyan blue Love with the is. black fur hat and then the black fur. Muff, which I'm like, I, I know. don't know what season this state is taking place, in. I'm imagining it's fall, early f- like mid fall, because it's to
1: be fall holiday, yeah, s- because, because it's not it's snowing you yet. See people in coats yeah, and, then and people have some fabulous coats oh, in this God, movie. The but
0: outerwear but. in this movie, she has a ama- okay. fantastic. There's another one that she wears. So on the date where she goes up to the hotel room with him, she's wearing that beautiful like kind of with the with a Bertha collar on this, Girl. and it's like emerald green oh, taffeta. Stop. It's like, and she's got her be- that's
1: totally that like dawn of Camelot oh. like. Jackie oh my God.
0: Oak, you know, Yeah, because like, you mean, can see that early 60s kind of yeah, coming Yeah because in, you know? um, I googled it to make sure but the Madison Square Garden missed happy birthday Mr. President was only 62 so three years mm-hmm. later so this is like the height of Jackie Kennedy like you know like the whole thing was happening so she. Well they
1: were like they were campaigning at this yeah. time so this would have been this was all like in that time that, like the rat pack like this was when like Frank Sinatra was pushing for him to be president yeah. this is like this is when it was all like ramping up into that. But is that that it's so interesting because all of the coats, the
0: old all of the coats have that like kind of like they come from the shoulders and it like pegs yes, in, slopey so, slope. yeah. Yes. But it's like kind of shapeless outerwear, especially in the t-length coats Lensiaga and stuff. Very, kind of yeah. So yes. Jean-Louis really paid attention to what was happening in like the couture runway shows during this era. It's very Audrey Hepburn too, like to catch it th- mm-hmm. to um, charade has a very similar yes. aesthetic here too. Um yeah. So it's this kind of like shapeless coats, but then you take the co- the coat coordinates with the dress. And then the dress is this beautiful, like wiggle It's tailored skirt. within an inch of oh, its life.
1: God. And there's eating disorders as far as the eye can see to stay in those things. But
0: the, you, I know, I've read about them. But <laughs> do you know what I love too? That's really beautiful that i noticed in a lot of her dresses too. Like the one, the cream one that she wears with the red hat when she's first yeah, seen oh, Tony Randall. It's so cute yes. because the waist is higher in the front than it is in the mm-hmm. back. So it creates this interesting kind of like that whole like tucking of the butt Thing that we talked about in another yes. in um in the bells are ringing. I think that kind of creates that aesthetic a little bit without having to pose that way. It's kind of an yeah. interesting. It creates the butt tuck. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's an interest. It's something to look at when you watch this movie. It
1: gives you that like rich lady slump. Yeah, where it almost looks like where they're slightly kind of hunched, like hunched. The, over. the rich yeah. lady hunched. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It's 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 interesting, but then also having that wider belt like on the higher part, and then having it yes. transition to the back gives it such an. It's an interesting way of doing things. Things, i think and it, well, it also, also like makes highlights taller, the taller too slimmest.
1: It, exactly no. it, like it highlights the most flattering part of her torso mm-hmm. so it's just like and it's tailored and balanced again perfectly like she probably was in these master class fittings mm-hmm. getting that shit yeah. tailored and made absolutely perfect Good and job. um yeah. you know that that's god it was just another era that level of care to fit to fit yeah that you i, I mean i'm sorry i get <sighs> This is where it's like, I can watch this, then I can watch season one of Mad Men, and... Whew, hold my beer because yeah. sometimes I just I, I first of all my poor beautiful Christina Hendricks like there are some times I they got better at it in the other seasons but clearly they didn't have somebody who knew how to tailor those clothes to her perfect body mm-hmm. and so you could really see like her like where her like she'd be wearing a pencil skirt and yeah it was super tight on her hips but you could see a bunching at the waist because it hadn't really been properly tailored to her and maybe that's part of her character like maybe she's trying to look and she can't afford it but you see that more as like as it progresses things got better fitting and tailored for her body it's like they they really knew like they kind of figured out how to work with her exactly um, but Dump. in that first that first season if you know anything about like tailor and fit yes the cautions are when you first watch it you're like oh my god it's so beautiful they nailed it but then when you really start looking you see kind of little drags or little pulls where mm-hmm. you're like mm, they just that finesse wasn't there right. that you would see and say like a movie like this where you know they went through like nine fittings right and they have like yeah. a custom dress form for their yeah. body but like also something to think level.
0: about too is is like you could also talk it up too to like those people are all wearing sportswear like and because none of Correct. those people yes. would be able they would to afford working, yeah getting couture every like these like the sh- movies or getting would it have tailored Like
1: you know, you would have if you bought it off the rack, and you either you did it yourself, or maybe your mom maybe would have helped you, or you would have if you had the money, you could have taken it to a tailor. But even then. What? How? How good is the tailor? Exactly. You know. Yeah. So it's like that. That was a whole other level we don't even think about anymore because we're so used to um, Fast
0: fashion. Just not caring,
1: <laughs> a, really caring about fit or yeah. like you know, and just buying things off the. And just we just can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. But back in the day when people literally could fit all of their clothes into one suitcase that they could carry by hand, it was a whole different story. And you were constantly mending and tweaking and mm-hmm. tailoring yeah. and and you know ironing. Like you 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 used something. It was more of a living thing than than our clothes are today that's not for everybody i mean uh, there are people out there and i i think you and me are probably one of them we have certain pieces that we definitely will mend and fix and continue to wear over time and just because it's something we love and we know what the fuck we're doing but (laughs) a lot of people don't you know it's just we haven't been conditioned that way I hope that that changes now with pandemics and all. I, but I
0: would like that know, yeah. baby steps. I, I would. I mean, there honestly though, there's so much really good work to look at in this movie. Like everything Absolutely. that everything that she wears, there's tiny little nuances of style. Like John Louis yes. really knew what he was doing as far as like taking the the styles of the time and like making them look desirable and exciting and attainable too, but but also too (laughs) very interesting. Like I noticed, even if you look at like, it's back to that one outfit, the cream outfit that she wears with a red hat, where it's got the high front and the low back and the waist. There's also like, instead of darts, he just pleated the fabric. So it's over her her bust, which you would expect to see Mm -hmm. darts or style lines or something like that. But just having these like soft darts and stuff, it just feels I don't know. It just it's just feels Cozy, more effortless. Glamour. It feels a little yeah, bit more exactly. effortless and less like, you know, tight. like tight and effort. Like, oh, it's, it doesn't feel like she's corseted in. It just, and she feels, so, and she, you know, I don't know, it gives her a lightness and it's wonder. It's it, so. It does.
1: And which is pure doors right like I mean that's that's her and then there's this other one too
0: there's this other thing that she wears and you don't see it very long she's getting ready for a date and she throws on this like opera coat for lack of a better term it's like kind of a swing coat but it's it's the like super deep burgundy or black almost and it's it's,
1: a long penoir kind of but it's (laughs) it's an evening
0: coat and it's like a cape it's got slits for her arms so it doesn't have sleeves and it comes down and then it has a giant ruffle at the bottom of it that reaches the floor so it's like swing shape and then a ruffle to make it even bigger and then it's got this big collar and it's just it just she just looks like she just looks like she's swimming in it but it looks so beautiful though she's wearing gloves and she's just her beautiful hair which looks amazing all the time
1: her hair i love like they gave her almost like this cool ash tone mm -hmm. which is kind of weird contrasting with her tan and like the other warmth but it, it weirdly works and i feel like I don't know. In the beginning of the movie, it looks like it's a shade cooler than like later in the movie. It seems a little warmer, but I love that hairstyle that they gave her, where it's like she's got like a French twist, yeah. but then she's got like her hair is like bouffanted in the front, like and to the side, which is like that is. That is Dora's hair, like that yeah. that front with like she'd always had like the sweat bang to the side. Her and Mitzi but then they almost have did like that a too.
0: like Mitzi Gaynor. They have do. very similar hair. Yeah, they
1: had very similar hair. Well, probably went to the same dude. Probably. Not mad at that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh my god, I also love Mitzi Gaynor too. Oh, god. Um but but like the way they did her hair it was almost like slightly f- like finger waved and like caught up where it almost looked like a bob on the sides. Mm-hmm. Like she has these like kind of dog ears for the bo- lack of a better term on the side, but then it sweeps into this like beautiful beautifully like waved um and very flat like french twist and she wears it throughout the whole movie like you never see she's even and you know she i don't even think she's sleeping on a satin pillow i'm Mm -hmm. like you (laughs) there's no way she'd go into bed and not (laughs) wrapping that hair i'm sorry but like no exactly (laughs) Because uh, anyway, hmm. but it's really beautiful. I uh, and then of course I love. I've always loved like Doris Day's makeup. Yeah. It's very. It's um. It's kind of reminiscent, slightly of like Esther Williams, where it's that like fresh. Um, it's it's like no makeup makeup but right. it's still very kind of defining things that i think are quintessential uh, doris day is um and she really this really got baked in into the 60s is that like um she always would do like the liquid liner or, like the wing liner yeah. which got heavier and thicker and then probably a, a double stack of lashes which again like didn't not in the 50s but those got heavier as she went into the 60s and then she could wear coral lipstick uh, yeah like her lip been, like she was color made. is made so she was genetically cute. engineered to wear coral like that weird ass orange that most people can't wear mm. looks perfect on her so i always think of like the coral lip with like the real bold defining um eyeliner and lashes but like not much else maybe a little blush um but not uh, like and then a really well-groomed like uh those gorgeous like arched eyebrows mm-hmm. um, which she uses masterfully with her comic timing um, but just very clean like she's a very clean scrubbed clean look that just really works for her because so she doesn't need it I know. She doesn't, she's got like this natural turned up nose beautiful smile those crazy white teeth <laughs> and like she doesn't like nothing about her is too much of yeah. anything it's just very very kind of clear and her voice is very clear it's just you just want her to. You just want to be her friend. I know. I want her to be my friend, <laughs> and I. I would have walked all the dogs. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's funny. And she also
1: did a lot for animal. She did, animal. Yes. Um. Like um, seriously, you guys. Like the normalization of having pets and adopting them and just d- having them treated as like family members like that's that's like before that people didn't give a shit about pets the way we do. Like she really pushed for that and did a lot of work to make sure that, um, with like animal adoption and, um, making sure that like animals have rights yeah. like our pets have rights and i know that sounds crazy because we just always that was just we always thought that was a thing that wasn't always a thing yeah. you know if someone ran over your dog oh well but like now like there are laws in place that and she was a huge pioneer for that yeah. and um i just would have loved to have seen like i i picture her like riding one of those like beach cruiser type bikes like down <laughs> one of those streets in beverly hills with like A cop like slowly rolling behind her and be like, "Uh, Miss Day, Miss Day, we need you to, we need you to just, could you move to the side? (laughs) Like, just, or like, you know, the neighbors calling in, they're like, those six dogs are keeping me up at night. (laughs) Like, I just love it. I love it. (laughs)
0: Oh, well, goodness. She's the best, isn't she?
1: (sighs) Ah, yes. I... I know a lot of people love her that's yes. why like i I don't go like i I did kind of take a glimpse at some of the comments and I did see a few people were like my favorite movie or Aww. I love Dora's day and I'm like I know, girl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long. Yes. So, I'm really glad that we were able to Me do this too.
0: movie. It was This was a fun little so good. fun little palate cleanser. A little like a little it, lighthearted it really, it joy was, for us to have. Exactly. It was
1: just what we needed right yes, now. Exactly. <laughs> like just what we needed. So, yeah. it's perfect. And thank you, Doris, yes. because you're amazing. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to have to work and I my battery is dying, so I need Uh-oh. to whoopsie doodles. Um <laughs> Always charge your phone. Um, Plug down social media. I mean, quick know. hurry uh, <laughs> yes plug the social media so you can always keep in touch with us over on the social media's feeds Old Hollywood Realness on Facebook and Instagram OHR podcast on Twitter you can join us on the Facebook group OHR podcast darlings D-A-H-L-I-N-G-S we, got, we have got some fans of Old Hollywood and listeners of the show interacting which is great people sharing their sharing Yay. stuff so it's actually really cool um, had like a, somebody share um, some radio shows the other day which was kind of cool I was listening to the radio oh, show awesome. version of I'm um, all about Eve starring you know, that, which is actually <laughs> really good I was like this is cool a lot of people reprise their roles so that was fun um, so it's it's nice it's a good little community over there so check it out yeah um, e- email us if you have any questions thoughts and prayers oldhollywoodrealness at gmail.com and um, give us a rate and review us um, and subscribe over on iTunes it helps with visibility and visibility is important um, yes. and, and that be helpful uh, five Stars only, please. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, and then as always, thank you to Mister Hal Lublin for his vocal talents at the top of the podcast, keeping mm-hmm. us fresh and profesh. Um, yes, and thank you to Kathleen for being my co-host. Um, oh,
1: thank you to Philip for making this all happen,
0: <laughs> and thank you for listening to <laughs> OHR. OHR. <laughs> Thanks Real. for listening to OHR. <laughs> Bye.
1: Test test beep boop. Test test beep boop. Boop boop beep boop.